So here we go. We are um, at the, I've, I've lost count of the podcasts we are doing, but this is a really important one because this is us uh, recognising quite where building people really began, which is over tacos. And holding out these conversations uh, because it's not just about myself and not myself about Terry. This is about how building people can work with a huge variety of organisations. And the conversations we've been having have started off with youth providers. And we thought the perfect person to broaden out our video podcast horizons with is the fabulous Shanaz Yanir, who is the chief exec of Youth Build Ventures UK. And she's the person that I sat down with, um, Shanaz, back in, I think it was um, April 2017, over tacos. And we ended up having the conversation that went, well, why don't you just do it? So Shanaz, it's all your fault. Um, <laughs> but welcome. And um, do you remember that, that, that meal we had? Did I, did I enthuse you or completely put you off when I was banging on about why isn't it all just joined up? Oh, Rebecca, I remember more than the meal. I remember the diagram, which is still vivid in my mind. Um, it was great. It was just, it made sense right from then. And I can't tell you how I feel just seeing it all come together now. You know, I know it's been a journey for you and it just, it's just, I'm just so proud of what you've achieved and, and just how you've sort of navigated, um, you know, your, your dreams really and brought this to reality. So really proud of you, but proud as well of, you know, the team you've built around you and, and the, the following. It's just incredible. So well done. And, and I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I was part of the beginning. <laughs> you bet. All the whole, the whole journey. Um, and, and Terry, of course, is the, you know, the, the sort of the team. <laughs> the team. Uh, and, and Terry, with his other hat, of course, is the, the chief exec of the CSTT. So we, we thought we'd be quite just to explore how building people can add value to Youth Build Ventures UK, as it has done with CSTT. And it's probably worth just recapping um, to, to tell, you know, tell us about your journey. So it's a relatively new role for you and tell us a bit about what Youth Build Ventures UK is, is doing. And then we can then go on to, to joining the stocks for building people. Sure, absolutely. Um, so it's really exciting. I mean, I, I still don't believe we're only 11 months old, um, you know, in the UK, but we are a charter member of Youth Build International. So Youth Build International is an organization that has just achieved incredible impact in the youth development space uh, for over 40 years now in 20 countries. So we have that great support, but we are fairly new in the UK, but making huge impacts already. So um, Youth Build in the UK is first and foremost a youth leadership development program. Um, really an intensive investment in every young person that commits themselves to us. Um, it's very much about working with that young person to transform their life um, and only by helping them realize their own strengths and potential. Um, and through that, you know, we, we deliver the, the other element of the youthful program, which is very much a demand driven um, technical skills training program, um, very much led by employers uh, to meet a skills need an immediate skills need that they have. And, and I think, you know, it's that the piece we do really well is working with employers and taking youth through that transformational journey. But the piece where I feel building people can play a huge role is at graduation. You know, we, we end up with young people that are eager to work in the industry. 
that are engaged and responsible citizens ready to go. And what we don't have as much is that opportunity pipeline. You know, we know that it's there, but connecting to it is not the easiest thing. Um, and I, yeah. Uh, and I, I, was, I was wondering if you're encountering challenges. I, I had um, a LinkedIn message this morning from somebody and he um, is about to um, graduate as a, um, a surveyor and his work placement's been cancelled. All his interviews have been cancelled and, and he you know, wants to get into the industry. So uh, yeah, a tricky time right now. What, what, um, what, what can you see in Terry as well, yeah, that the, the challenges, particularly for young people and how, how are you reacting to it? Oh, um, I, I see. I mean, we, we can't really tell what's going to happen, but we don't we know that it's not going to be easy. We know that it's not going to be easy, particularly for young people. Um, as you know, and Terry, you know, too, that, you know, over the last 18 months as an industry, construction has invested hugely in developing, <clears throat> excuse me, a pipeline of new entrants. Um, and obviously they are new, they've entered the industry and, and it's likely that with cutbacks in construction that the new entrants are going to be the first to, to be let go. Um, what are we doing about it? We are very, very concerned. We're very concerned because we know we've got some great young people working in the industry now and a lot more that are wanting to go in. Um, and what we, what we, the only thing we feel we can do at this point is really start the dialogue with, with the construction industry and bring together the right people that can actually take the action to protect the jobs for young people and the apprenticeships that have begun. Um, I definitely feel it's a vital step that we, as both the youth sector and the construction sector, need to, need to really action and have a very conscious sort of action plan around. Um, it's not going to happen naturally. So when you say the youth, how old are your typical candidates and how do you find them? We, um, our training program is from 16 to 29. Um, we have built great uh, outreach partner um, partnerships, so really working with service providers in local authorities um, that are looking for an avenue for their young people to access the world of work. Um, so we, we tend to work with local authorities, children's services, job centres, etc. Mm, oh, that's great, that's good. So, and does it work alongside their current their studies so when they're 16 they'll still be at school so they continue doing their a-levels or their b-techs or do they come and work as uh, one of your students no so the youth build um, target population is really your disengaged young people mm -hmm. so young people that are furthest you know that that really are far away from the job market at the moment um, that need that intensive support and investment that they're not going to get at, at college or elsewhere you know um, okay. so the program really provides that for them that's, that's great. That's really good. And I think you're absolutely right. We, we get these young people into, the, into these programs and we need to find a, a place for them to go. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a really tough time coming out of the COVID lockdown because, as you say, no one really knows even how we're going to reopen. Some of the sites have already reopened and how we're going to maintain that is going to be difficult to know how to do it. But the, it, we really do need, as you said, the industry to respond now because we all know there's a skill shortage. We all know there's a how many of the people who've been um, furloughed or, or laid off or just not been paid because they're sole contract sole traders or something will choose this opportunity to retire because uh, actually the workforce is over I think the average age is in the 50s now I think so you know there's a lot of people there who are pushing on retirement and maybe this will be can't be can't be bothered to go back again anymore it's time to sort of hang up the tools now and so on so it'd be interesting to see how that happens and we really do need the industry to respond 
Okay. Yeah, and, and that, that to me is, is really sort of the, the rationale behind building people, which is for the young person to say, I want to do this, you know, or maybe even I don't know what I want to do, but I'm kind of think I'm interested in built environment or construction, architecture, engineering. Where can I go? Um, and because it's, it's not necessarily obvious that they will immediately find the likes of uh, youth building ventures or construction youth trust um, or, you know, I'm trying to, the MOBI, you know, the organisations that focus on young people. It's, it's not immediately clear, I think, for them to find those opportunities. And the same for industry to say, right, you know, we, we need to engage with young people, we want to offer some work experience, we have apprenticeships, where do we go? Mm. And all building people, and this is, I think, Chinaz, this is the, the, you know, the diagram that I drew over those wonderful, delicious tacos, which is you know, over here, I want something, over here, me too, it's that big bit in the middle. And so I'm, I'm hoping with um, the model with CSTT, we've... Um, effectively supported CSTT to develop um, the capabilities of its website. So CSTT website engages with their users, the young people, engages with the employers. Building people sits underneath and we provide that aggregated opportunity or all the connections. And I think that's my hope that we can explore, um, not necessarily um, on this this conversation, but the the integration of the Building People platform with the, the digital capabilities that you have. Because what we want is that your young people can access these opportunities more easily. Um, and again, the employers both sides. So it, for I us, think, it's I not just will... the bringing together the... Oh, go on, Terry. Well, I think that will work organically. Because see what you think of this, Shanaz, is that because CSTT, the objective we've set for ourselves is to create a pipeline of young people uh, starting with 14, 15 year olds doing GCSE geography to say there is a built environment out there it's something that's really important. It's actually changing all the time, although they may not have seen the built environment around them change in their lifetimes. People design and maintain and, and think about how it's all going to work. And there are loads of exciting and interesting roles in the construction sector and related activities um, that they could be part of. And what we want to do uh, as, you know, is to get youngsters to think about that career route. And I'm looking as a pipeline, really. So if we can get them all in to think about it when they get to 16 one of the options i hope we can present to them is going to the youth build activities and then you can take them the next stage in the journey and then you know there's other people who support them through apprenticeships and things so so we kind of through building people we're actually creating the pipeline of integrated delivery that will help people who are very distant from the industry not just because I'm always, I, I do, I really like the fact that you're working with some of the, the difficult youngsters in there. And if it, the truth be told, a lot of the people who run some of our uh, construction companies, when they were at school, they were the difficult kids uh, at the back of the class because they, they, were, they were more practical possibly rather than academic. And, uh, and, you know, we do need those people in the industry. But I'm hoping that we'll bring a, a pipeline of people of all sorts uh, into the industry and we can start to drive them through the different programs without them having to navigate their own way we can point them uh, much more effectively through where the next stage of their journey is absolutely on, and terry, I, think... I, I, I can hear terry sorry i was going to say i can hear terry you're just desperate to say join the dots join the dots That's <laughs> <what> <laughs> yeah and I join think, the dots know, part of our role terry is also to help industry realize that what what we've always heard as being the you know the difficult youngsters are actually young people that have been a victim of circumstance you know so once they're given the opportunity um 
they, they can achieve so much and they are going to be your most loyal employees, you know, so really, really connecting those dots to give them the opportunity. And I mean, what Youth Build has ambitions to do is work with them much earlier so that they can get the GCSE grades that enable them to get the higher de- degrees, etc. you know. Absolutely. Um, right. Absolutely yeah. right. And, I, and I'm, I, I, this is, I come from, uh, not long, long story, but I come from East London and there were yeah. 300 kids who started school with me at the age of 11 four of us went to university that's how long ago it was and uh, the rest of them uh, did all sorts of things and but some of the people who were difficult uh, in, in in school and you know struggled for all sorts of reasons social and personal at home as well as uh, the, the idea of working in a classroom and sticking by the rules they turned out to be some of the leaders of businesses in the area because they're mm-hmm. bright they're engaging they're practical and they're very clever at doing what they do just academically isn't isn't academic academia isn't their their forte and those people are we need them we need problem solvers in the industry we need visionaries and innovators and you're absolutely right they don't always fit into nice um sausage meat educational systems you know so uh, i think they're the best people to try and attract so they're not and i agree with you they aren't they're often it's an advantage if you're a bit of a uh, an outlier if you like in the education system because you see things slightly differently you may be a bit more innovative so I agree there can be great people coming through your program no absolutely and I think the other I think the other way I see building people really helping us is we we really are very very open to collaborating you know any anyone that can work with us to enhance that journey for the student uh, we would welcome so a real multi-agency approach and and i feel that's what we would get from building people you know you you would help us realize what's out there that we can work with you know so that's another area i feel we could really exactly explore. that's one of the key things i think because the, the the sector is so big i mean just the construction bit is 2.3 million people mm-hmm. i always get the numbers a little bit wrong but it's about mm-hmm. 200,000 people needed every year for the next five years i think that's right uh, that's to replace those who are retiring and leaving and, um, and the, the new skills and the shortage of people we have because of Brexit, all those other issues going on. And that was pre-COVID. <laughs> exactly, yes. <Yeah. laughs> and there's, so, and there's, there's so much demand out there for the uh, future skills of the workforce that we aren't in competition. We're, we're, even if we both achieved all of the most ambitious targets we had, we'd still only be touching a fraction Absolutely. of the potential out there. So there's a lot to be done and hopefully others will collaborate with us as well. Yeah. And that's what I love about Rebecca's vision. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's Collaboration, about, not competition. Absolutely. And, and your vision is very much about everyone has a role to play in this picture, right? Um, yeah. and, and it's just about realizing what your role is and who you need to link up with to make it happen. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, well said. And um, be- before we finish off, Shaz, you've got a, a webinar coming up, which is, I think, quite a, quite a big conversation. Uh, do you want to take a couple of minutes just to tell us about that? And then and we'll do a big farewell and gear up for the next one. Sure, sure. So we have a webinar coming up on uh, very, very likely. We're still, we're still managing diaries on the 27th of May. Um, but I will, I will send out notices before that. Um, yeah, we're, we're just really trying to begin the conversation and open the dialogue around how the construction industry is supporting this incredible pipeline that has just entered over the last 18 months uh, of young people. Um, we really feel that, you know, as an industry, we're on the cusp of seeing the benefit of that investment in skills and COVID hit us at this point in time. And we just don't want to lose the momentum that has been gained across the period. Uh, but more importantly, we want to make sure and, and start that dialogue with the construction industry as to how young people that have just re-entered or young people that are willing to enter 
can be given that opportunity and that chance um, when things are tough, when, when construction is having to scale down. Um, you know, we, we, we know that with COVID, it's, it's been a really strange experience where the impact has been completely universal. But we definitely feel as a youth sector that that aftermath is not going to be uniform, that young people will be more, more impacted and, and negatively impacted. So just really wanting to start the conversation with the industry, um, com, you know, just, just to think about what actions we need to be putting in place now that can protect young people's jobs and apprenticeships once we come out of this and whilst we're coming out of this. Um, so we've got some really, uh, you know, really great panelists um, around the table. We, we've, we're, we're really pleased to have Sarah Beale join us as well so we can get the input of CITB and understand actions that are being taken to support apprenticeships, um, particularly as CITB managed a lot of that investment fund that went into the skills. So just thinking about, you know, have, they, they definitely have a vested interest in making sure that momentum is maintained. Um, Lord Bob Kerslake, who, who now sits on the, um, a new task force that has been formed around housing and employability, um, really valuable input as well, um, you know, joining the dots in terms of a task force that is looking at protecting those two sectors and employability within the housing sector. Um, we've got really great industry representation from MACE and Barclay Homes. Um, so, you know, uh, organizations that can really give us a flavor of what is being done on the front line and what, what they're looking at doing, what actions. I know it's not easy. It's not an easy time for anyone and nobody has the answers, but the most we can do at this point is start the conversation and start thinking together and bringing, bringing everyone together, uh, you know, to come up with those solutions. Um, we've also got the British Property Federation represented, um, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that and think it's vital at this point um, for Youth Bill to be, to be leading that conversation around, you know, the support for young people in the construction industry. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know more when that comes out. Look forward to it. Yeah, yeah and, and Countess in as, as part of that solution. Um, I really hope your internet connection is better for your webinar than it has been today. I don't know what's happened today. I think yeah. maybe it's just everybody gearing up and getting back into the, the work mode. But Shaz, thank you. Thank you for that first meeting when I met you and I was um, at a bit of a, a loss personally because I thought you might be a prospective client and I realised that the work you're interested in was the work that I was no longer able to be working with because I had to move on from that opportunity and that work I was doing, says she. Um, but yeah, through that conversation we had, you really empowered me just to do the, well, you know, why don't you do it? Because I was just saying, you know, all we need to do is this. Why don't we do that? And, and it was just that very calm, well, you know, why don't you do it? So, so thank you. Thank you for me going thank you for being part of the story from the beginning i think as terry said it's a huge opportunity cstt working one area youth build another all the organizations can join together all we want to do is be the glue that just provides the you know, the, 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 con the connections so thank you for your time today um as always terry thank you for for, for, for laughing at my jokes which um <laughs> this morning <laughs> i'll try and decorate my room before we uh, finish <laughs> yes that's your challenge you've got a, a week to, to do that and um yeah we'll, we'll keep in touch and um have a great rest of the day yeah thanks and thanks, thanks to both well. of you for what you're doing yeah keep well bye and you too bye bye <laughs>